0: I am really uh, amped up for this episode that we're doing today. I am definitely not neutral. I am just super pumped, super jazzed um, because this is, I'm just going to have a really positive time this evening uh, talking about negative play with my buddy Nate. I'm I'm your co-host Josh, and uh, with me here today I have uh,
1: such weak sauce, dude. Weak Nate, sauce. Your, your weak face, sauce. It's not. I will neutral. be. I, I will be negative. I will be negative Nate tonight. You're
0: not you're not all charged up, ready to go. I am Amped negatively up. charged. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh no, sorry guys. I'm I'm just not I just default to puns. That's just what I do. I didn't have I didn't have a voice. I didn't really even have a reference this time. It's just positive, negative electrons. Just, I don't know.
1: Just energy. It's all it's exactly. all just yes. energy, Josh. You just all bring just energy. energy. Yeah.
0: You bring the energy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Speaking of energy, what have you uh, been up to the past two weeks? What have what oh, you have mean, you spent your energy on? You mean? Over uh, the past four are nine? you
1: asking me how it's, it's been. been?
0: Yes. Is it? How, are you asking how me how been.
1: how it's been? So you want to yeah. know? Okay. Uh, you you want to be caught up since it's uh it's, it's been. been two weeks since I talked to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. um, dude. So today, today, as, as, as of recording was my first day back to work.
0: That's um, right. I'm so sorry. I,
1: I mean, it was good to get back to work and it was like, yeah. it was a perfect yeah, day true. for it. Um, oh, it like, we had beautiful weather. It was like mid sixties. Nice. It creeped up into the high seventies at one point. It was like, it's like awesome day. Um, okay. I did have to come home and change into shorts. I am also a little fat for my uniforms right now. Um <laughs> yeah,
0: you've been off for a month. Makes I've sense. been off
1: for a month and did not, not exercise nearly as much as uh um as I wanted to in that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's it's not quite like super Chris Farley-ish, but it is uh, it does feel like <laughs> a fat guy in uh little coat. Little coat energy <laughs> at times. In um
0: Little Coat.
1: Yeah, it's 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 not that bad. Um but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, dude, uh, man, uh, this last month was just awesome. I mean, it was, yeah. it was really challenging in ways that I didn't think it would be. And I was kind of disappointed because I just, I was like, I'm going to get like some projects done. I'm going to like exercise. I'm going to do all this stuff. And it's like, dude, that was just pure stupidity on my part. Like, so I've heard you have kids now. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, I, and I think like if anybody would have been like, oh no, no dude, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to sit around, <laughs> you're going to watch cartoons. You're going to sleep when this kid's sleeping. You're going to like entertain him while he's awake. And when he's asleep, like if you're awake, you're just going to like pray that you don't wake him up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I had lots of snacks, watched mm-hmm. a mess of Bluey. Um, okay. Bluey's okay, a masterpiece. Nice. Um Yeah. But okay. yeah, I it was just like it was it was so cool. Um you know, sort of like getting to really like lean into like the daddy mode stuff. Yeah. Um he's 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 gonna be five months old here in a few days, right? Wow. But yeah, I know, right? It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, um, it April. Wow. But I feel like I I have an understanding of him and granted it's Mm -hmm. not like he's some like sort of like profound thinker where it's like, we were carrying on meaningful dialogues. A lot of it was (laughs) me just making nonsense noises at him saying like, you know, and just begging him not to cry. Um, But like, I feel like I kind of under like, you know, he's like the different little like cries and expressions that he has. Like I have a read on those now um, Mm -hmm. that I didn't have. And it's like, it kind of sucks that I'm not here mm-hmm. all the time anymore. But also like it's it's good. Like it it's just different now. But it's like I do feel like, you know, that's that's my buddy. So and oh yeah. Like oh yeah. So yeah, it was it just I didn't do anything except for like <laughs> when he was sleeping I played Destiny 2 and Marvel Snap and watched cartoons. Okay. Like I I considered it a major feat that I got like kind of caught up on laundry like Mm -hmm. and not even like super caught up on laundry but like just kind of like i got i got us like down to the point where it's like only we just have two full bins now instead of like every (laughs) bin in the house
0: (laughs) is full yeah Um, yeah especially especially because you know at that stage you have to be around your child like you can't just set him down and go into another room like no like it this is you've got you've got like a five minute window tops for that mm-hmm. like it, it's hard to conceive of before you have kids but it is you have to plan out you have to carefully plan out when you can go to the bathroom because it has to, you have to maneuver that and my goodness taking a shower is difficult like Yo, being able to <laughs> today figure that out
1: today experience that again like it was not mm-hmm. the first time like yeah, yeah and the, the beautiful thing is like and i'm just gonna like you know full disclosure kind of like like there were a couple days like there were times where mm-hmm. i wouldn't shower for like two days i'd be like just yeah. because i was like i don't have time um yeah. Yeah, well, and you're at home. It's not that big of a deal. It's like, you know, wash my... Yeah, I was, I, like, I wasn't going anywhere. I was like, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, was, that we were just going to be kind of... I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, you're covered in baby spit, most like, mm-hmm. 90% of the time. So am I. I'm just going to wash my face, maybe oil yeah. my beard, and like, let's go. Like, let's yeah. do this, buddy. Um, mm-hmm. But like today, Megan, she, she put him down for a nap, and mm-hmm. she was like, I'm going to go run some errands. I said, I'm going to take okay. his... Like he's got a video. He, he's unhappy right now. He's getting his last <laughs> bottle and dude, like you've got a mid bottle, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. you're like giving him the bottle. And it's like, okay, dude, you've, you've sucked down half this bottle. It's time to, to burp. And he acts like you were like twisting his arm off. <laughs> he's like, oh it's like, what are you doing to me? You monsters. <laughs> um, but yeah. so I was like, I was like, I'm going to take his his monitor. I'm going to sit outside with a dog and smoke a cigar. Right. And so that's, yeah, I did that. Nice. I had his monitor. He was sleeping. I was like, and dude, he was out like the entire time. Like I went and checked nice. on him like two or three times. He was just like conked. I came back inside. I was like, I'm going to get a quick shower. I was in that shower for 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Enough and, time to take your clothes off to get a yeah, little wet. It was like, I got
1: wet. <laughs> And so like half soapy. I'm not trying to be like too explicit here. Right. But it was like, yeah. and I heard, I was like, Oh no. I was like, well, you, you know, and I, I'm flying through the re- I'm like, okay, okay, buddy. It's it's all right. Give me like, yeah. And it's like, of course you yeah. he can't hear me. Cause I'm downstairs in the shower. And at that point in time, Megan walks in the door. I'm like, he just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she went up and got him. And, but yeah, it's like, dude, nice. it's like, yeah, it was like, I was like, "Oh, I got time." Like he's he's been down for a minute. Like he's he's zonked.
0: Like he's he's zonked out pretty good, but
1: mm-hmm. I didn't have time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Those are man, the yeah, that that transition <laughs> to parenthood yeah. and it's, recognizing all it, these things. It's pretty fun.
1: wild. But um how about you, man? What have you been doing? What have you been up to?
0: I mean, we've been doing good. I I'm I'm trying to think of like highlights low lights something like that and I and I can't really think of of too much going on of note, uh, you know, just get normal stuff done. That's actually kind of why I was not dragging that out, but definitely like talking a little bit more about, uh, yeah, that stage of parenthood. Cause I don't really have much to say in terms of, in terms of, you know, highlights, lowlights, but we've been good. Like no complaints for sure. It's been good. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Just getting by it. Looking forward to this weekend for Easter. Um, And actually Samantha and I have a concert we're going to. Uh, in a couple mm-hmm. days, which will be a lot of fun. Who are you guys um, going to go see? This it, this band that we really like called Copeland. So they've been around for a while. It's fun. I was talking to one of my friends actually, and, and we're at this stage. So they're doing a 20 year. I think it's a 20 year. Um, I'm pretty sure of what they're, like the release of their first album. So they're playing through that entire album. And uh, and you know the the guy I was talking with, he was laughing. You know, he's just like, yeah, we've all hit that point where like the bands that we follow are doing these these anniversary tours, reunion. And I was tours. like, yeah, <laughs> well that that was what that was what I brought up. I was like, dude, I have been, and actually this band in particular, but I've seen like multiple bands where I've gone to their farewell tours and then they're getting back together tours <laughs> so it's yeah. it's just funny um so uh no it, but it'll be it'll be a good time um even if their first album like isn't my favorite the if you've ever been to one of these kind of like anniversary tours they're awesome because you know like at least the first you know 10 15 songs are going to play which is, which is the album and so everyone there knows that they're going to play that so everyone there like knows all those songs because they've been listening to them so that they can hear them live. And so everyone's singing along like, like these types of shows are always a really good time. So I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to it. Unfortunately it isn't at an outdoor venue. And as of right now, there's like a 90% chance of rain all day. So Mm. not sure how that's going to work out, but we'll see. Cause it's a smaller venue. It's not a, it's not a huge one. It's not like a, you know, Anyway, so, uh, what, yeah, we'll see how it pans out. Uh, but we're excited about that; should be fun. Uh, yeah. And then, like, a whole weekend of festivities, uh, between a birthday party, uh, rehearsal for Easter, actually going to see the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie with my kiddos, um, and my sister who's coming in town, so she's taking all the um nieces and nephews from our side, or both from my family and my older brother's family. So we're all going to go. We've already got tickets for Saturday morning, so that'll be a good time. Uh, That's so Saturday cool, man. April, yeah, yeah. It's like and, so you guys are going to fill up a, a theater by yourself. Basically, yeah. And my sister had said it's, it's kind of like a special showing, I guess, that they do where the lights are still on. They're just dimmed a little bit, and it's not as loud as it normally would be so because mm. like it's specially made for kids she said it was something she used some term it was like a sensory you know like the, something I don't remember what it was but you know it's it's something like that so so yeah the kids won't be as freaked out by Bowser you know blowing flames everywhere I don't know
1: Jack Black as It'll Bowser time. dude like right
0: i and i don't
1: want to take too long could we just take a beat on the casting like Mm -hmm. where are you at with that because like i look at the casting and i'm like is it like ideal no but like overall i'm pretty positive on it like Mm -hmm. i think like the stuff that i've seen i'm like no this is it's gonna be cool and I just, I don't know. Like, and full disclosure, folks, like Josh and I were actually having a conversation and he was reading Rotten Tomatoes excerpts. And the one critique was like, basically, like Chris Pratt sucks, hence this movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's me not being very gracious to that critique. But, well, that was, I like mean, that's, that's kind of first what it was.
0: Things on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what is going on here? Seriously? That, that's your, I, and I'm just like, like, dude,
1: critique? I think the movies, like, I, like, My thing is like, I hope the movie is just fun. And if it's fun, then I'm in like, yeah,
0: Yeah. if it's better than the 90s movie, that's such a low bar, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because here's the thing is like, I think it's going to do really well. Um, If it's at least fun, uh, I think that I think it's going to sell tickets like crazy. And I think Nintendo is going to see that and they're going to put out more. So I'm down. You know, like it, it, so you asked about, you asked about the casting and of course, like all of this, except for you patrons, um, all of this is, is like after the fact, everyone's already seen it, right? I mean, by the time mm-hmm. this is released, yeah. um, everyone's already going to know. Um, but in terms of the cast, when I saw the cast, yeah, I think it is a good cast. Um, here's what it is. The cast does not lean towards like. The, if, if you're going into this looking for like, oh, this needs to be super true to the games and not that there's like that much lore to Mario anyway, but if you're going for a more like serious take, and that sounds stupid, but I just mean like, like, you know, for the Nintendo diehards, no, it's not the best cast, but what it is is like you said, it, these guys and, and women as well, I actually really like Anya Taylor-Joy She'll come up later again um, in this podcast, but uh, like everyone on this cast knows how to have fun, you know. Yeah. Like Luigi is um, Charlie Day. Charlie like, Day, that's yep. awesome. Jack uh, Black, uh, Key right, or is it Peel? I don't know. One uh, of those. One of those uh, guys. Uh, Was
1: it? Is it Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key? Yeah, or Michael. Uh, what, what, I forget like what his like, but yeah, the key from Key and Peel, um,
0: right. Right, like these yeah. guys know how to how to have fun, and I so, think like, Jack Black
1: as Bowser is just like I'm going to be honest. I think it's absolutely inspired. Like, <laughs> like I got to be honest, I love me some Jack Black. Like he's yeah.
0: yeah,
1: he's such a weirdo, and I love him. Like he's a treasure. It's he true. he he really is. Like I don't know. I mean, um, I I feel like the biggest thing is that there's. There's going to be people who are like, you know, they they should have cast Charles Martinet as Mario, maybe, right? Maybe, but like, I think what they're trying to do is is sort of find a broader appeal for the property. Mario is basically sort of like the Mickey Mouse for Nintendo, and they're Mm -hmm. really trying to lean into that. And so Mm -hmm. you have to find something that's a little more palatable. Like I'm, like, listen, I don't have strong feelings any which way, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. general public, like you've got the wahoo and the, you know, it's a me, mm-hmm. i like all the time. Like that's like, and people are like, I could sit through two and a half hours of that or an hour and a half of that. I'm like, no, you couldn't like no. stop fooling yourself. No, mm-hmm. you could not like mm-hmm. you would want to like, st- like, puncture your your (laughs) eardrums like halfway through that. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's great as like the little sound bites and the blurbs in the games. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's part of like an iconic sort of sound design there. And that's it. And that's where it Mm -hmm. works. And when you try to pull that out of it, it's going to get ugly.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and so when they announced along with the casting, they announced who, you know, is making this movie and it's a illumination. And so like you think about that. They make, you know, the Minions movies. They may so you know it's gonna have this tone that mm-hmm. is kind of it's 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 geared towards kids. You know, it's it's not kind of that more and again, it's not like it would ever be a more serious, but it's not Pixar. You know? It's not like I'm not gonna go into it assuming that that you're gonna get this, you know. It's going to be tugging like on the, your heartstrings.
1: Yeah. Like, I so. I don't, I just don't, like, I don't know. I like, my thing is, like I said, I just come back to it and I, I look at the casting, I look mm. at the premise and I'm like, I hope it's fun. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want for it. I just it here's, to
0: be fun. And, and we can wrap it up, but um, here's what I hope happens. Like I said, I hope this makes, uh, I, hate, I hope it's a good movie and it makes a lot of money. And so uh, Nintendo sees that and they're like, okay. We can we can do this, you know, this will be our little, movies can be our little side project and we'll mm-hmm. just make sure they're quality. And then they announce a super Smash Brothers movie. That's what I want to see. Because can you imagine all those properties, all those characters? And look, the story from Smash Brothers on, on Switch, Smash Ultimate, you could just do something insane, just something crazy like that of just, you know, like, everyone's getting sucked up and Kirby's the one, so you follow Kirby, and then he has to gather these uh, all these other characters, like, mm, mm, that's that's what I want. And you can make it crazy, you can make it goofy, whatever, Mm. but that would be fun. That would be fun. Hmm. I
1: don't know how, I I have mixed feelings on that. I mean, I'm glad that you like it. Um, Mm -hmm. I am not sold on that idea. I could be. Mm -hmm. I could potentially be sold on that idea, but all
0: these characters, yeah. All right, well, uh, that's how it's been over the past two weeks now. <laughs> um, but we can just roll on next to- uh, Well, I was
1: going to uh, say, we're, we're talking about something that we're going to potentially see. Why don't we actually talk about the things that we have seen, that we have oh, yes. read, and that we have that's
0: played? The, the Backlog Report. Excellent full work, my friend. That's what always had a paper on my table to, to crinkle in front of the microphone. Um, awesome. So, well, yeah, let's, let's just start with movies. Why not? Because I have, have actually watched um, a good amount of things uh, that I wanted to talk about. You know, I did a little, um, what is it, foreshadowing on you, Taylor-Joy? Um, my wife and I watched a movie uh, called The Menu. Oh, my. And, yeah, have you seen it? I am
1: intrigued by it, uh, okay. and uh, I spoiled it for myself because I read a synopsis.
0: Oh, okay, so that's going to be interesting. You going into it? So, okay, here here is my take on it: is that um, I, while watching the movie, I was really interested. I really liked it, um, and then it it ended, and I had a great time watching the movie. But I was also kind of like, there are some issues. Characters didn't uh, act like people some of the time. So I, I had some critiques, but it was a fun experience because of how kind of crazy the movie gets. Um, then I watched, the, I was like, there's something that I'm missing here. And so after doing a little bit of research, watching some YouTube videos and stuff like that, and understanding what the message of the movie was and how it is kind of allegorical, a little bit, and I had heard it was a satire, but I didn't understand how how those mm. pieces fit. And uh, so, understanding that helped me appreciate the movie a lot more. Although I do still have some issues with. I understand why you made these choices, but it doesn't feel like humans would have acted that way.
1: But I mean, it, that's that's, so that's part I mean. of the thing: is it's satire or it's yeah. satirical, and mm-hmm. so it's there's inherently commentary and right. it's just like it's similar to like i don't know but there there are plenty of books where it's like the, the characters aren't really human like the actual mm-hmm. psychology of the characters is like absolutely broken they're like yeah. you will never meet a person who actually functions the way that this character has been written but they're yeah. there to make a point mm-hmm. and that's right. that's the characters in in that movie yeah, mm-hmm. that's like that and again, I haven't seen the movie yet, but that's, mm-hmm. they're there to sort of like, sort of draw your
0: attention to certain ideas and ideologies. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And so actually after watching it, um, I'm, I'm glad to get your take on it because I think after learning more about kind of what the message of the movie was, I think it would be a cool one to tackle. Like maybe in a, in a bro hang or something like that. I think some of the messaging of the movie um, applies to some of the stuff that we tackle here on the podcast, so that could be fun. So, just throwing that out there. The menu. So I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, would you guys a few watch it on? Um, I got a trial of HBO Max, oh. so I don't I don't typically do that, but um, through Bing Rewards, it was like, hey, you can have a free month. So I saw the menu was on there and I was like, I'll I'll take you up on that, good sir. Um, so I think that's all I've used yeah. it for. <laughs> Samantha tried to watch a show and then she was like, nope, this is HBO. So there's some stuff here and, and didn't continue watching that show. Uh, the other thing that I watched, the other movie that I watched is it's geared towards kids, but it was really good. It's called The Song of the Sea. And it was actually, I think it was released in like 2014. Um have you ever seen an animated movie called the book of Kells? Yes. Okay. It's by the people who made that. Okay. This is the next movie uh, that they did. So really cool animation style. Um, but th- a ve- it, it is a very heartfelt story and it's nothing like, it, like you kind of know what's going to happen, but it is just so well done. And the way that they weave in Celtic lore into this story um, was was really cool, and it tugs at your heartstrings. And you know, at the end, I had a lump in my throat, and I'm like, "What is going on here? This is a children's movie. Come on!" So, uh, the you song of C was um, quite good. Hmm. I think that one's on Netflix. We actually got it from the library, but then I think it was on Netflix also.
1: Could be wrong about that hmm. i'm i'm looking like just what it shows me right now is that it's available on everything pretty much okay. uh, a lot of it th- well not everything uh but youtube mm. google play apple tv voodoo amazon prime nice. so like nice. you can rent it for like four bucks sweet i do sweet. it's well, got it's- an eight out of ten on imdb 99 yeah. percent on rotten tomatoes and rotten tomatoes wow. is kind of worthless
0: but like wow. That's a hard score to ignore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I I would definitely recommend it. Like I was I was surprised at how good it was. I wasn't expecting. And the book of Kells is good too. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, it hits you, hits you. Okay. Oh,
1: you. you know what else too? Mm-hmm. And it's just a sort of like they. And this is I have seen this. We uh we have a like a three month sub to Apple TV right now. Okay uh Wolfwalkers on Apple TV. Like I was okay. like I looked at it and I said that looks like the book of
0: Kells stuff.
1: And mm-hmm. or the uh, the Secret of Kells and
0: um that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's The Secret of Kells and then but
0: yeah. So yeah. So the only other thing I've been watching uh Star Trek Next Generation. Good stuff. I really enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh okay, so so reading um not too much. I'm, I'm, I'm reading a couple things here and there, but I haven't finished them. I did listen through, it's a very short book, actually, but um, listened to an interview um, with Michael Kruger. And I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Michael Kruger. Um, but he wrote this book. And again, it's just, it's a tiny little thing, but it's called The Ten Commandments of Progressive Christianity. Um, and it was, it was, it, well, it is exactly what it says it is. Um, but it basically just gives you like, these are, you know, if you're familiar with progressive Christianity, it is a different form. It's, well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a neo form of liberal right. Christianity. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it, so this just kind of, it lays out and it, it actually, it actually pulls it from, uh, progressive sources. It's not just conjecture necessarily, Um, but it lays out these 10 uh, uh, presuppositions, I will say, and, and talks about why they're wrong, basically, if you believe in, in orthodox uh, uh, conservative Christianity. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, Hmm. it's a nice little, it's a quick little read. Um in terms of games and what have I been playing really it 's only been uh a single game that i 've been pouring my time into, and I just haven't had that much time it 's really just elliptical time and that is majora 's mask um i'm continuing on i 'm dumb, I decided I wanted to you know complete this game, so i 'm following a walkthrough to complete it and uh yeah we'll talk more about it when we when we have our full episode um I will say it 's not my favorite nintendo 64 zelda game um Mm -hmm. but it's it's still i i still i still don't I, i can't imagine how you would figure all this stuff out in the game um especially with the with the time limit on it it's kind of crazy um but following a walkthrough makes it a lot simpler um and i'm not i don't take that as i'm not enjoying it i am it's just yeah not not one of my favorite zeldas put it that way Um, The only other game that I played, and I did finally finish it up because I pulled my son away from playing. Uh, He's been into Minecraft Dungeons a lot lately. Uh, Okay, pulled him away from that, and we finally finished up Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition. Um, We did that just a few days ago, so that's a nice negative one to my score. It was on easy because I'm playing with my seven-year-old, but but, yeah, we finished it up had a good time. There is one of the last things you do in that game is, is an escape portion that uh, was, was not fun. (laughs) Like I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to amp up like, Oh man, you know, got to get out of here. But my goodness, it is difficult to control those warthogs and whoo, it took us a few tries. (laughs) But that said, we had a great time playing halo, especially, you know, two player like that. So, uh good times. That that's another negative one to my score. I think that takes me to negative eight uh so far for the year. But that's Ooh, all I have to report
1: hits. on. <laughs> you suck.
0: <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. So how about how about you negative, Um, you have to report on?
1: Uh as far as watching, I'll I'll follow the same order because uh, it kind of works for me. Uh as far as watching, like I said, uh we did get we have like uh we had like 90 days Free on mm-hmm. Apple TV, so we were like, okay, let, let's just check it out. Uh, we have yeah. since binge Ted Lasso.
0: Okay, um, okay, yep.
1: What I will say is, there's some like uh, saucy language, um, sure. yep,
0: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. subject matter.
1: Yeah, there's some adult content um, yep. in the sense that there's nothing crude or crust, but. I mean, like, they're a bunch of potty mouths and mm-hmm. there's nothing explicit shown, but, um, yeah, yeah I really like that show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, the first season is absolutely charming. Um, mm-hmm. just second season is really pretty sweet. Uh, and okay. so far, the third season is a little disjointed in a
0: way I didn't, um, I didn't know they even released a third season already. they're
1: only on okay. like the third or fourth episode so okay um okay
0: yeah I, but I, I felt the writing was going downhill in the second season so uh, uh. but, you but know, I, I totally agree with you first season was great
1: first season's great. great honestly I feel like the, the the second season like didn't come out as strong mm-hmm. but i I feel like it's a series really just about like redemption and Mm. man, I don't know. I I do feel like this, the second season isn't as strong as the first season, but I do feel (laughs) like it ends well. Um, Okay. Third season is like, I feel like I think, and I think it's been confirmed, but they're not doing another season after this. Like they have a story, they want to tell it and they're going to tell it and it's going to be done. And Like the the first season of Ted Lasso is beautiful because each episode could pretty much stand on its own. Like you could just watch an episode and it's delightful, and all the other context helps with the overarching story. But like the 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 episodes themselves, just like second season is like you get a little more like there's sort of an overarching meta narrative kind of thing, and so they're telling the story and there's like set pieces and so there's some dragging and and this and that and. Yeah. They're really kind of ramping up the story um, because okay. I think it, it's, it's going, it's just, it's going some interesting places. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the, the ending of the second season made me want to punch somebody in the face so hard. Have yeah. you watched the, the, yeah. It's like, dude, Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. I just wanted to punt him to the moon. Like okay. I wanted to destroy him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, like I'm actively rooting for him to just be humbled.
0: Well, So, so it was a few things like that that I felt were, were the, it had to do with the writing, where certain characters did things that felt very out of character, that like out of left field.
1: I don't um, know there were, that certain, it,
0: there were it, certain relationships that um, characters just decided to do 180s on that, again, felt very left field. And um, the other thing was that the success of the team itself felt very much up and down without much, like you didn't see growth. You saw like, oh, they're amazing or, oh, they suck, which is very strange. Yeah, I, I so, don't. So those are, those are my critiques. But anyways, it doesn't. I'm
1: going to say, is and, and, and without spoiling it, like Nate's arc is the most dissatisfying. I think it actually makes sense psychologically but it's also like the most dissatisfying. Anyways, Ted Lasso, it, it, like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. It's like sweet. The, both seasons, I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm into like the third season. I'm watching it because I was like, at this point in time, it's like I'm invested. I want to see how you're going to land this plane for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah,
0: especially if they're saying it's the last season, they're wrapping up the story. Like yeah, cool. yeah, go for it.
1: Yeah, tell the story. Let me see how you end this thing. Um, yeah. Cause I, I always appreciate when shows are just like, no, this is a story we want to tell. We're going to tell it and we're done. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, good, good job. Um, I, I, I also mentioned like just watching a ton of Bluey, watching just like, yes. like mm-hmm. it's we've got that on and it's like we just turn it on and he watches it. Like it's it's mostly just there as like background noise. And sometimes he'll like yeah. sit there and stare at the screen. And other times it's just. I'm actually watching it and he's just kind of like sleeping on me. So, um, but bluey's bluey's just an absolutely charming, uh, children's show. And it has, Mm -hmm. it is way better than it has any right to be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just into like Porto. I don't know what it is about you Australians, but like, that's just some magnificent television. Like, (laughs) it's not as good as postman (laughs) pat or pete or whatever that was but uh (laughs) that he shared um but bluey is uh phenomenal um Mm -hmm. so uh as far as reading goes uh anybody who's been following my social media stuff may have noticed that i posted a picture i did start some of my reading for the how should we then play project um yeah i started leisure by piper um I got through like the introduction and the forward and all that, like you know, and the preface, and uh it's weighty, it's heavy. there's like a ton of stuff in there to sort of like just chew on and i'm i've I'm, I'm like maybe twenty pages in, and I've taken a significant amount of notes and underlined stuff and
0: wow, there's
1: a lot to think on um just there and and I think too, it's like. The the premise of the book is like that he basically is sort of saying like that leisure is sort of really at the heart of actual society. But when he's talking about leisure, he's defining it very differently than I think, you know, we would um that it, part of what he's talking about with leisure is like time set aside for like kind of like basically reflection, meditation, introspection.
0: Okay. Like, yeah.
1: Wrestling with questions, which I think can be part of the recreation cycle, but um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a very interesting book. There's some really interesting ideas there. I am not super far into it. I also Mm -hmm. basically just turned it on today and listened to like the first 30 seconds where it said, welcome you know thank you for listening to audible or whatever it was you know? and it was like <laughs> yeah but I, i'm trying to listen to chesterton's man alive um because a friend of mine mike has recommended okay. that several times and i'm like okay i just i need to so that's that's sort of like what i've been reading uh, obviously like because i'm a big old nerd some comic book junk as well but it's nothing mm-hmm. significant um as far as playing, like listen, nothing new to the slate as far as playing anything. Like, dude, people like at this point in time, I am a broken record. It's freaking Destiny 2 and Marvel Snap. Um <laughs> The nice part about that is I have hit a point in Destiny 2 where my playing of that, like I have beaten the the seasonal content, or not the season, but the the story content for the Lightfall expansion. Um I I took a point for that or a negative point for that I think in in the the beat down already. Um mm-hmm. and I uh so now it's just like the seasonal stuff and that will be like maybe like once a week in an evening just hop on and sort of like knock a bunch of that stuff out and sort of keep rolling. Um Sweet. there's one like quest for exotic is like the 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 most the, the, the highest tier weapons in Destiny 2. There's yeah. one exotic quest that I have left for the seasonal content um, that I need to do. I tried soloing it and it did not go well. And so I'm <laughs> going to try and rope my brother. Like it was, it was fine, but I hit a point where it's just like, I kind of was like, I can't keep up. Like mm-hmm. I was doing, I was doing okay. But it was like, this is not worth the fight um mm-hmm. to sort of like try and make this work so my brother hopefully is gonna hop in and help me just sort of rip that one down um but yeah snap still playing snap lots of snap uh mm-hmm. i was playing a ton of it it's, it's probably that's gonna like scale back i'm i'm pretty much like when i was home with byron it would just be like i'd turn it on and while we yeah. were watching tv i just play for a while mm-hmm. um that's not not doing that now now it's pretty much like i'm going to do my dailies and maybe if i have some extra time play here and there but i'm not going crazy with snap um although this season's card is pretty cool but i'll save that for Snapchat or talk so um (laughs) but what's really interesting is that a friend of mine uh reached out to me and i I was trying to get him to invest in destiny 2 um Mm but he was like, Hey, have you played this game called seven days to die or something like that? Um, okay. And he actually gave me a bunch of PlayStation credit. Um, it's called seven days to die. Yeah. Oh.
0: Um,
1: and he gave me PlayStation credit. He says, Hey, pick this up and we can play together. We have not played together yet, but I did pick it up. And so my score was at positive one, um, because poor Joe, mm-hmm. uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, Nick, I, I claimed it on my Steam library today so um unfortunately I don't know why mm-hmm. I did. Um <laughs> Porcho gifted me a game and my friend Craig gifted me a game so I'm at positive 2. Mm-hmm. Hence the the booing and the hissing. Um but it you know also if I would just play something besides Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you know, but, like your backlog? Like my like my that. actual backlog which is like which is like the the whole reason I don't do games as a service is because this is what happens, um, right? Right. But yeah. like I said, I I kind of have hit a point where it's like, like Destiny, sort of like I've gotten. I don't know what I'm going to do next season. I'm just you know I'm not thinking about it. Not thinking about it. Um, <laughs> not right now. Um, so yeah, that's really like like I said, might be down scores, sitting at positive two, and um, okay. Got a couple, you know, they got the games gifted to me. Um, so I, I guess all that being said though, is like the reason I, I sort of brought up even the destiny stuff was because now like I am going to be able, like I'm, I'm going to feel free to tackle like my backlog draft games and to maybe look at some okay. of the games, like the patron pick games and stuff like that. So, all of that being said, you know, we were just talking about the beatdown. Let's just sort of like talk about the official app of the backlog beatdown, which is the hey, GG oh. app. It's a letterbox style right. app for your game collections. It's uh, developed by our friend, Charles Watson. And it's basically, it, it helps you track your collection. You can create custom lists. Um, and that's actually what we do for keeping track of like, sort of like the meta. Now there's not a scoring function built into Gigi, but Charles, if you're listening to this, our buddy Mark is working on that. And I'm, pretty sure he'd love to you know pitch you on that or something um anyways josh is for for the patrons who can see the video josh is scrolling through his multiple lists but um you know you can create custom lists you can sort of cultivate a wish list there's all sorts of like different functions that charles is constantly sort of tweaking and adding to it um it's a really neat product we really recommend it. In fact, we recommend it so much um, that we both are, you know, paying subscribers to his service. And that subscription service, right? It's, uh, I think, it gives you access to the elite tier. And for five bucks a month or fifty bucks a year, you can sort of get an elite membership. You get early access to builds. You get a unique role in his Discord service and server, and you get a lot more access to him. Um, so we think it's, like I said, it's pretty great. There's a ton of features, and I sort of like. I didn't actually go over them. Sometimes I actually do. But it's like you can create custom lists. And I've said that several times now. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that one's kind of a big deal. But you can sort of like, you can rattle off like, these are the games you play. These are the ones you've beaten. This is what you have sort of that's been shelved. And you, you mean to get around to it. Like you can actually track things like, the games that you've just abandoned, you know, you can also sort of, again, create a, a wish list. but you can also see what your friends are playing and um, you can rate and review games. So like I said, there's a lot going in there and he's adding stuff into there. I think uh, he does have on his, his sort of like things coming, like features coming is like, he's going to start building a, 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 basically something sort of similar to the how long to beat database uh, for, for GG. I, it's on the roadmap somewhere. I, if I, if Mm -hmm. I remember correctly and if it's not, well then I'm wrong. Um, but, (laughs) but he's, he's, he's sort of constantly sort of, he's, it's, it's a really neat product. Really recommend Mm -hmm. it. Go check it out guys. Um, Another thing that we think is probably worth throwing money at, it's this, it's, it's us, it's this podcast, right? And you're like, why do you guys need money? And it's like, well, we don't really need it, but it makes things easier. Um, we do have some sort of, uh, there are some subscription costs and sort of for hosting the website, um, we, we actually just recently found out that Zencaster has sort of changed the way that they do things now. So we're mm-hmm. looking at maybe having to sort of like pay for a subscription or pay more than we were. We weren't paying anything. So we were getting it for free 99. <laughs> um, but we're kind of looking at some of our options there. Uh, and mm-hmm. sometimes we use it to buy games for the the sake of the show. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like it lets us buy equipment, it, you know. And honestly, guys... Here's the thing. If you can't afford it, we don't want to pressure you into it. But what we would encourage yeah. you to do is look at it as a bit of a tip jar. But it's a tip jar with benefits. Um, for And we don't put a price on it, but for even a buck a month, you can get early and uncut access to each and every one of our episodes. There's a video feed that's exclu- exclusive to the patrons. Uh, patrons have a little bit more access to us in the Discord server. Um, and there's also a patron-exclusive podcast called The Brohang um, that... It's sometimes you get our spicy takes. Sometimes you just get me being spicy. Sometimes it's us just being really silly. Um, It's kind of stream of consciousness. It's there's nothing consistent. Sometimes we have something meaningful to talk about. And other times Mm -hmm. uh, it's the mental equivalent of us making fart noises into the microphone and (laughs) laughing about it. um so uh do you think that's a fair assessment josh yeah
0: I, th- I, yeah I think that's totally fair you never know what you're gonna get yeah a, just, yeah just hanging with your bros and
1: in addition to that each and every one of our patrons gets to nominate a topic or a game for us to play and it, and there's like you know some stuff that like where i mentioned the 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 backlog drafted games that i've been meaning to get around to we actually did backlog draft with our patrons and they drafted a bunch of games for us and for each other. And so at some point in time, an episode will come out of all of that. Um, But yeah, so we're kind of, um, there's, there's some cool stuff. Like we, we've got a great group there. Um, We, we kind of try and shout them out. Those guys are awesome. We love them and thank you. You know, we, we thank you so much for your support guys, as always. Mm -hmm. Um, Lastly, but certainly not leastly uh, our friends, Paul, uh, the t- the artist currently known as Techno Funk Boy Lytle and West the Henshin Dad himself Ray are proud members of the Playwell Network alongside us. Like the, the we're part of that. Like we we are all mm-hmm. glad to be part of it. The- they might not be glad to be part of it. I think they are. <laughs> I don't know, but they they agreed to it, and so now we just um yeah. It's like what whatever. Like you guys are part of this now. <laughs> Sucks for you. Um, but. Paul and Wes, uh, they, they're podcasters and content creators. Paul does a lot of like actual play stuff. Uh, he's got, uh, well, and it's not part of, this isn't part of the, the Playwell network, but, uh, Dice and Drury is a podcast that he, he plays one of the characters on. Uh, he's got a bunch of side projects on, he's got a new one. Um, what is it? Like the thorns of war. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that he's starting up. Um, so, He's got some older sort of, I don't want to say defunct, but like, you know, he doesn't do them anymore. So Uh, podcasts as well, like the Retro Zoo, um, was it the Retro Zoo Morning Show and then Retro Station. Super Show. Super Show. That was part of it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, go check out his stuff. Wes, the Henshin Dad himself, does the, obviously the Henshin Dad podcast, which is mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know short form podcast dedicated to Tokusatsu and all things Tokusatsu, mostly Ultraman. Um, but mm. well, like towards it, towards the 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 most recent episodes were very Ultraman yeah. heavy. Um, yes, that's true. So, but he's also got a a, a sort of a retrospective kind of. Examination podcast thing called Retronym. Uh, that mm-hmm. you know, and he he at one point in time he does like this psyche vow thing where it's like, what type of gamer are you? kind of stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. their their stuff is great. We love those guys. Those guys are our friends. Um, you'll they've both been on the show multiple times and probably will continue to do so. We like doing things with them, we like making content with them. We we just like them and we think you ought to check their stuff out. So, all of that being said, here's a word from one of them. Do you think that this is like a really close-up shot of two small crabs? Or were those really big crabs? How do you know they're even real? They're imaginary crabs. Jimpleton, please tell me we can go look for imaginary crabs. Can we? How would you look for something that's imaginary? Oh, that's the best thing to look for. War has come to Crim. A war building for centuries as dragons and gods drift into myth and legend. This is the war that will bring an end to it all or restore what was lost for good. Dragonlance, the Thorns of War, is an actual playing Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Available everywhere in May. Subscribe today. And... We're back. Hey. That was not my most energetic, and we're back.
0: No, I mean, it wasn't, like, like, supercharged. It was It, it was neutral, um, veering towards the negative.
1: I don't know if it was really negative, but it definitely mm. was sort of, like, yeah. It was, it was declining. Th- like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, here's the thing. Like, full disclosure, like, just tired all the time anymore. So tired. Never sleep anymore. So you're saying you have kids. I'm saying I have a child and mm-hmm. um, and it was my first day back at work. So I'm a little sort of gassed. Right. but, but that's not the point. That's not, that's not what we're here to. We're not here to no. talk about me being negative about work. We're here to talk that's about right. negative play.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, let's
1: get negative. And let's, let's get negative, baby. Actually, that's kind of the point is to not get negative. Mm-hmm. So... I think we need to start off like in some people would be saying negative play. Um, Let's talk about what are we talking about? And uh, what what you talking about? We're talking about negative play. We're talking about practice, not a game, not a game talking about practice. Uh, We're talking about (laughs) negative play, not a game. Anyways, that that's a dumb bit. I apologize. (laughs) Um, See, here's the difference between you and me, Josh. I actually feel mm-hmm. bad when I subject mm-hmm. the listeners to my dumb bits. You oh. sort of relish it. Nah, um, yeah, I love it. I have not gone so far down that slippery slope yet. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, so this this term it's it's something that I think I rightfully or wrongfully that I've sort of like bandied about a good bit lately, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I don't know if it really has any has origins in other places, but it's basically um, a, a play style and there's like you know trolling griefing camping spamming debuffs um, relying on uh, removal uh, as a as a tactic um it's sort of this basically uh, emphasizing antagonistic gameplay styles to sort of achieve the the victory Mm -hmm. um which don't necessarily always include sort of a mechanical finesse but rather are about sort of like almost embracing a sort of anything to win sort of mentality and okay frankly i think and again that's sort of like that's that's a really sort of rushing past some of it and 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 this started um it started out of out, out of a conversation around Marvel
0: Snap. And somebody... Wait, wait, wait. You have a whole other podcast to talk about that. You don't have to
1: I'm I'm not going to get kidding, into the, 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 the details. But somebody was sort of like saying like, they were showing off a play where they had sort of like embraced some of that. And I took, mm-hmm. you know, and my initial sort of response was kind of like whatever. But I I kind of took some umbrage with just... The, like when I was talking through some of that, it's like I don't, and some of it is just a preference thing, and I have to just sort of just admit that. But mm. I I don't really think that those plays are the best, especially for Christians. You know, I've been I've been working on memorizing Philippians Philippians four eight. And we're, we're told to sort of like, think about things that are lovely, that are true, that are commendable. We're, we're kind of told this, like, if there's any excellence, you know, think about these things. And I, I fail to see Mm -hmm. how these things and this type of play actually exhibits any of those traits or any really traits of like. You know, and again, I'm not trying to over spiritualize this, but any traits, sort of like the the gentleness, the peace, the 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 selflessness, the self control of, you know, Christian m- mature thinking, and it, it's maybe maybe that's the problem is mm-hmm. that we're talking about a game, and, and games in general,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, we're we're so conditioned to sort of embrace the the sort of like the seek the win condition, and that we've sort right. of embraced that like it's all's fair and love and war kind of thing like mentality. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we haven't thought much about like what these things actually do to us on sort of like a, a, you know, on a microcosm kind of level. Right. Okay. So, and I guess there's just something in there that, and I haven't thought about it too, too much since, you know, sort of my initial foray, but I thought it might be a good conversation like you know we were sort of bandying some stuff about and you you sort of brought this one up and I thought this might be a good conversation to have it's like and and you know at one point in time I did tweet out um you know hey what what do we think and and I think I posted uh, something in the book club and for anybody listening to this like you may have noticed that the social media has not been super active lately it's because I just haven't been doing it I've been chilling out with my kid And, uh, Mm -hmm. but we'll, I'll, I'll get back into that here in the next, in the coming weeks. So if you missed it, well, it's, it's coming back, I guess. Um, (laughs) I guess, (laughs) I guess. Um, but I just, I, I kind of, and there's, there's, and I had some conversations with different people, like, you know, friend of the show, Micah, uh, Doug's vest, AKA Micah gear salt, Doug's vest is. Micah Hendrick, AKA mm-hmm. Doug's vest mm-hmm. is his like handle for a lot of things. And, but it's also AKA Micah gear solid. He and I talked yes. about it. I talked to my buddy Parker about it. I've talked to you about it. Um, mm-hmm. from time to time. And I think there's something about it. That's just kind of like rubs me the wrong way. Um, that, yeah. And it, because it is kind of appealing to the lowest com- common denominator. It's embracing sort of a mentality that I'm not sure should exist or and that we, or we should foster in sort of Christian community. But um, anyways, I, I've sort of been going on about it. And like I said, I offered kind of a loosey-goosey framework slash definition for this thing. But Josh, did you have any thoughts on sort of like my opening salvo there? Well,
0: yeah. So I've been trying to um... – Think through other contexts in which this would play out, because as you brought it up, i mean the the obvious kind of arena that you've seen it in is is kind of those one on one plays you know you're playing a game with someone else um, and you're really in it to cause them grief and so um, on the one hand, I think there's something to be said about okay would you would you play this way if you were say, playing a tabletop game, you know, with someone else. If you were, if you could see the other person across from you, would you still use this type of play against them? And then, you know, I, I was thinking, well, if it's my buddy and I just want to kind of rib him a little bit, yeah. I mean, for a couple games, like, that could be fun because he knows me and, you know, we love each mm-hmm. other. So, like... It, i I can show my love through being annoying sometimes like ask my wife <laughs> that's sometimes how I show love is um is you just have by this, annoying you this have it, I mean.
1: like your your love language is being obnoxious awesome yes, exactly i bet that's super well received
0: all the time every single time but everybody,
1: everybody loves it
0: everybody loves it. <laughs> so um. So I think a little bit of this is not necessarily um uh, there's not there's not something altogether wrong um, but but from what you're saying, and and this is also why I wanted to talk about it a little bit more, kind of flesh it out a little bit, is right, what does it do to us? Because in the case of you know i'm I'm kind of just you know just ribbing someone, you know, like guys, we make fun of each other to show that we care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of in that category when it's just a little bit but if every time i were to play a game with some, one of my friends it was that's all that i ever did then they would just get frustrated you know it would no longer there's a line at there's a point at which it's just it, there's no longer anything fun about it and then of course that takes me just as i'm i'm processing through these things it takes me back to Kind of the purpose of play, the purpose of recreation—something uh, we talk a lot about on this podcast. Um, some verses come to mind, uh, like you know, "Let all that you do be done in faith." Uh, you know, um, and and uh, you know, "Work heartily as unto the Lord." Now, obviously, we're talking about play, not necessarily work, but our whole lives ought to be lived uh, in. Recognition that we were bought with a price, and so I think the way that we play also ought to be congruent. <laughs> it ought yeah. to flow out of um, our love for Christ as well. Which, again, I don't think in small doses ribbing people. I I think that could be done out of camaraderie. But
1: um, I, and I that, think is
0: mm-hmm.
1: well. I was just going to say. I think the, the one of the key distinctions that you're sort of drawing here is like on a personal basis mm-hmm. where you're sort of, you have knowledge of the other person. Mm-hmm. So, y- you know, like you said, you're sitting down at a table playing a board game or a card game across from the the person, you know, at the table, you know, them, you sort of have some, th- there's context and there's, f- right. you know, uh, there's actually probably already sort of like some kinship there and, some regards like some sort of friendship that there's not it's not just sort of this anonymous person on the other side of a screen um and i think two So that and that's helpful. That's 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 immensely helpful. Like when I was playing cardboard magic, Mm -hmm. you know, was when I was playing with physical magic decks and stuff like that, there's a lot of table talk and like, you know, you're just like, you know, just running our mouths at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. fun because we're sitting there um sort of ripping on each other. But when you're just and and I think that's probably one of the reasons I bounced off Arena the way that I did, is because like it's all super impersonal and yeah. there's no sort of like, and it's just like, especially when you just see like, you know, these, the same like four or five decks and then you're just getting stomped on mercilessly. And there's just a part of me. It's like the, 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 the actual enjoyment of it. Um, it, it's kind of, it's just not fun because at that point in time, it does mm-hmm. really sort of strip the game down to just a, purely mechanical exercise it, and and it's like i don't know like there, there's something for lack of a better term very dehumanizing about the entire experience okay not that yeah. i felt like invalidated as a human but i'm saying like it became sort of like this the person on the other side of the screen was like became dehumanized to me the, sure. the, like it was like that that sort of and like yeah and it was like i i would enter some very unhealthy headspaces and i just yeah. i think too you sort of we talking about like the entire sort of like i so you talked about like you know ribbing and sort of like there's this antagonistic sort of like gameplay style right where you're sort of like you're you it's just a, just mess with your opponent until they they sort of fold or they you can mm-hmm. sort of they make a mistake where you can exploit them and there's something about that uh, and especially the person who so, sort of relishes that, um, right, right. That I'm not super into, um, you, you know, mm. and again, I, I, I typically appeal to like the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, um, somebody who is getting their kicks out out of like, or getting a rise out of basically frustrating someone else or just being kind of obnoxious, man, that's not. And again, this is like, this is more just like, we're, we're kind of like talking out loud, sort of like just playing around with this a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. this isn't like hard and fast stuff, but like there's something very sort of unchristian in like, if you rejoice at the the prospect of someone else's suffering, mm-hmm. I think that says something about you. That is, yeah, not yeah, at, at the very least, not flattering. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, the very worst possible sort of interpretation actually says a lot about like the condition of your heart. And again, we're all sinners. We're all in need of grace, right? Right. But like that's not an attitude that a I, I that Christians pursuing maturity should want to foster in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And this I think because we're talking out loud, um, it's good to talk in extreme cases so that we can kind of gauge uh the different um the different sides of this. And I'd love to go to the other side of the spectrum, but in, in a little bit. Um but I, I agree, there's there's something here that um, on the extreme end, yeah, you're taking pleasure in another's frustration, like not just downfall, not the fact that they lost, but even that it was a very frustrating type of loss, you know, <laughs> that um, it, it, like you said, it says something about you. And so there, if that, if that, yeah. There,
1: I was going to say there's a maliciousness behind that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that frankly has no place in Christian
0: living. Right right exactly and again talking in extremes here and so so it's it's almost uh i would equate it to the video game form or whatever the the gaming the recreational form uh, entertainment form of trolling basically you know like that's mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to me um in a totally different context of is just online trolling like you're just trying to get a rise out of someone else by um you know saying what like you said earlier kind of just scorched earth it doesn't matter I'm just gonna say the most outlandish stuff to get under someone's skin yeah um and and so okay so that's that's kind of the extreme there and so the question becomes and this is not something that I can answer for you you know in your heart um but how close have you start are, are you moving towards that you know is is there like what part of of your own heart rejoices in these types of things because i think what you said earlier is is very good too is that over time that does something to you uh, that type of play um again like a little bit of it in in a relationship context is not I wouldn't say that there's, you know, something inherently sinful, uh, about even, even
1: like, I would say like within the context of of friendship, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Like, as long as like, no one's getting like hurt, you Mm -hmm. know, um, like my friends and I, like, I mean, we, we say awful things to each other sometimes. (laughs) Like, it's like we mess with each other. Like, you you know, um, (sighs) but, I think it's undergirded by the fact that like, they know that I love them and mm-hmm. I know that they love me. And so there's, there's sort of a, and, and when I say awful things, like it's not like we're being super crass or whatever, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we just like make commentary on just like, you know, but it's like, and, but it's all said, like, you know, we, we basically make derogatory remarks about like appearance, weight, mm-hmm you know, wh- whatever, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, yep. body odor, you, you know, whatever sort of like, and most of the time it's, it's completely like just nonsensical. Um, mm-hmm. But, and, and again, I think like the, the context of friendship here is really important. I think mm-hmm. the, the difficulty is that so many times it's just like, you're just sitting across a screen. Like, you know, it's just somebody, And especially like, you know, and again, like just referencing Marvel snap, there's no actual communication between you and the other person. There's very Mm -hmm. limited, like there's, there's some like sort of emotes and some like sort of pre-programmed phrases that you can sort of like insert there, but there's no like, and, and even there, like, dude, there's a, there's a, a, like a little emoji kind of thing of like the, the Ms. Marvel. And she's giving you a thumbs up and like, like, given certain <laughs> contexts, like, is absolutely enraging. Um, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so it's, it's so hard to sort of parse out intent there. Um, and I, I think, I think that's the, 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 the big thing here. I, I did actually pull up because I had, I did remember that we had like a bit of a conversation. It was, uh, our buddy Spike. Um, I think it was part of that. Um, but then James Roberts, um, uh, he was, when we were talking about, you remember him from, uh, uh, the, the comfort crisis. Um, and and he's been around in a variety of communities, but we had a bit of a conversation over there. And some of the points that, um, you know, James brought up, especially was like, um, Like he said, you know, if we don't know the player on the other end, we cannot assume that doing things even the world hates would bring that person closer to Christ, which is the Christian's goal, you know, bringing others closer to Christ. More and more online interactions can be the primary interactions some people have, which is sad, but realistic. And if a Christian is going to interact online or in a game, we should interact with a real life person the same way we would act in real life. And I was like, that's like, yeah, it's like, I I think that's the question. Like, would, if you were sitting across the table and now granted you have the, the additional context of sort of maybe having a little more communication, they can read body language, you can see body language, et cetera. And like, it can be a little more Mm -hmm. congenial. Um, But I think too, he, he also mentioned this is that he, he remembered taking an ethics class at one point in time. And what he writes is, uh, there, there was a question about torturing robots. And long story short, um, whatever we are doing to let our sinful s- selves out will show, and the recipient of the sinful behavior doesn't matter as much as the fact that we exhibit that behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing I was like, and and he goes on to say, in this case, a simple or not simple, but definitely annoying behavior is a thing, is or is being exhibited, and it's being exhibited toward a living, breathing person, a person made in God's image. And I was like, and I just remember, and I was like, that's that's the thing, mm-hmm. is that this is kind of it is it is, and again, and I remember sort of when I was having this conversation, somebody said, all plays are valid plays. Right. And my response was like all plays are valid plays, but not all plays are worthwhile plays.
0: <laughs> not all plays are profitable. <laughs> not all plays all, are profitable. All plays are permissible, but not all plays are profitable. <laughs> and I and I guess I soul. I and
1: I I and I I'm not trying to ascribe like major moral value to this. And I'm not saying right. that somebody who sort of like embraces these Playstyles is even just like a total degenerate and needs to repent, et cetera. You know, I'm not, I'm not going that mm-hmm. far, but I think in so many ways, I mean, sometimes a game is, just, or fun is just fun. Right. And there's mm-hmm. not, you don't need to read anything else or anything less into it. But I think the question here is like, so, you know, and it's like, even in my conversation with Micah, he said you know some some people just are on the intellectual or the emotional sort of like wavelength that you're sort of like you're you're singing to right now Nate i said yeah, yeah that's 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 fair you know but i do think that especially in christian communities this is something that needs to be addressed like the conduct that's being exhibited is what, even even if that person doesn't know who you are or not, like you know who you are and the Lord knows right. who you are. And we're like, it doesn't matter because it's just a game. And I'm like, well, and that's that's the funny thing about Christian living is that we kind of operate under the assumption that it is all sort of being sort of weighed and measure like we will give an answer Mm -hmm. for the totality of our lives Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm sitting here like like dude i mean i oftentimes tell my opponents to suck farts um especially when they play garbage like don't play garbage and i won't tell you to suck farts i wish i had a suck farts emo emoji or emoticon
0: (laughs) gross
1: um, I don't even want to know what that I don't looks need like. I don't need like I just need to say suck farts. Um listen, okay. uh, wow, you okay. uh, we're getting a little weird. Um, An emoji. It, I mean, you said Yeah, so. no, I'm and, but like even there that that sort of like that sort of mentality. I'm like, man, like I need to maybe check some of that. And at first it was like kind of fun. Mm. Um and it was <laughs> just like a funny way of me saying something a little more <laughs> Um, aggressive, um, humorous way, yeah, and but there's not a single aspect of the human or the the Christian life or, or of of human life that will not go unanswered for, mm-hmm. and so like even yeah. just sort of like saying, well, it's just a game, it doesn't really matter. Well, it kind of does. Why have um, to be made? And and there so there's also games. that's the other side of things where it's like, yeah, you know, there might be just you're taking things a little too seriously. Um, you know, I've been known to take fun entirely too seriously. Sometimes,
0: um, (laughs) serious fun. I Uh, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. It's funny. It's funny. You say this because I was listening to something and I, I honestly don't remember where I I think I do, but anyways, I'm not going to reference it. Um, but one thing that the that the person said and and I thought this was really cool, I think this is what what you're saying too is how you do anything is how you do everything yes, like yes. The, the way in which you interact in the small thing, and th- that's character, right you yep. know it's like what do you do when no one's looking that's that's the definition of character yep what the way that you um if you're sloppy in one area like even if no one else knows you know that you do things that way and it weighs on you so um it's it's an interesting concept but i think it also relates to um as christians we want to live as unto the lord in all that we do you know mm. we don't we don't want to be two-faced we don't want to be hypocritical um you so, don't and again, want to be antagoni- needlessly antagonistic. Like
1: the Christian mm-hmm. call is to to make peace where you can. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm and and again, I'm not trying to like sort of like over sort of analyze and over apply this, but mm-hmm. rather I'm saying like I think that at times like that we have embraced this sort of like whatever it takes to win mentality, mm-hmm. um, and. That like and so we we embrace sort of like basically underhanded tactics, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I just I, and I think too, it's like it is that that sort of it's the the micro sort of transactions of. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to use the word microaggressions, but it's like that. Like if you're faithful in a little, you'll be faithful in a lot. And it is that like yeah. how you behave and how you act and how you sort of like. The, like those justifications pile up, and eventually, like you, you sort of pay into that enough, and you, you know. And, and again, I'm not trying to like sort of like over spiritualize this. I'm not casting judgment on anybody who uses these tactics. Well, no, I am kind of casting judgment. I think you're, <laughs> you, you just need to like stop being trash. But and it's it's a bit of a spicy take. Yeah, I get it, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm only mostly joking there. Um. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm concerned about the person who relies on that kind of tactics or embraces that tactics maybe a little too gleefully because there's, there's something about it. Like it just, it sort of, it goes against the, this, like it's a game. It's supposed to be fun, but if it's only fun for you and it's only fun for you because you're exploiting things that, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, this isn't really fair or good. Like I would rather t- like I hate losing, I hate it, but I would mm-hmm. rather take a loss knowing that I I didn't play like a jerk <laughs> than
0: mm-hmm.
1: playing like a jerk and taking a big win. Like mm-hmm. there, there's something about even embracing that sort of that expediency that I think is yeah r- runs counter to the Christian ethic. Yeah, and that's and it's like, dude, like, and and that that's the thing is like maybe I'm just like digging way too deep into just this, this stuff or thinking about this a little too much or sort of like extracting or reading too much into it. But again, it's just, it's something that I've, as I've been playing snap, as I've just been playing games in general, it's like, I sometimes like you see these things and you don't like them because you don't like them. And then sometimes you don't like them because like there's something underneath all of this that I don't like.
0: Yeah. And Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it's great. And and again, we've said it multiple times, but I think we're talking in extremes for a reason. Not every case in, is an extreme, but I think if we look at this this extreme version of it, we can start to see where it may creep up, where it may start. And and the fact that um it's kind of downplayed or or dismissed outright, um I think I think it deserves a little bit more thought, a little bit more conversation around it. Um, so I'm curious, you know, we, we've talked about, obviously this came from Marvel Snap, um, but I think it's really interesting what James said, um, that that moral dilemma of torturing robots. Like that's something that, that I'm going to have to ponder as well, um, especially as we get into this age of AI and stuff like that. Um, but where else do you see? So, so this is a one-on-one match in marvel snap do you Mm -hmm. see this in other places in where we're playing video games um because i so again this is a little off center but something like torturing robots so so maybe it has to do with maybe a related dilemma is um like ethical decisions in video games when you go extremely negative you know, yeah. again, not that you can't be, you know, not that you can't do some negative things in video games. But I mean, there is a conversation about, you know, should you play an evil character? Should you, you know, something like Grand Theft Auto, you know, should you play that character and just torch people and, you know, do all kinds of things? That's like a that?
1: great example, too. It's like, you know, sort of like getting into something like Grand Theft Auto playing that in a way that's morally reprehensible that Mm -hmm. actually kind of matters Mm -hmm. like you know going out and i think when you and i talked about this previously maybe you were Mm -hmm. the one who brought it up it's like going into grand theft auto like and part of the mechanics of the game is you can hire prostitutes Mm -hmm. then you can also murder those prostitutes and take your money back like it's and again it's you're not actually harming an actual physical human being and i'm not saying that like oh because you do this in grand theft auto like you're just a serial killer in training or anything like right. that right. but there is something like the the moral sort of degradation is there and mm-hmm. i don't i don't know there there's something In all of those things, like I think, I think just the larger question is like, again, engaging in things that run counter to the Christian ethic in gameplay and in in engaging games, period, Mm -hmm. is still like, there's something problematic there. And I know that Mm -hmm. that's not that that word is, you know, problematic is a problematic (laughs) word. Um, But there's something that's kind of like hard to necessarily maybe always tack down. And I think mm-hmm. part of it is just like it's 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 not the fact that like you did it to a non existent thing, you know, it's the fact that mm-hmm. you did it that you made that decision is kind of the problem. I you, you know, I think mm-hmm. the that I I mentioned trolling and griefing in games and camping. Mm-hmm. Like I used to play um uh Perfect Dark with a bunch of my buddies
0: and yep good times.
1: Yeah, dude, and there was this one map that whenever we would play, we get the the farsight. I think that's what it was called. It was like a okay. sniper rifle where you could see through walls. And yes. my one buddy would make a beeline for that that spot in the map. And he would like Now, and he was good he was good at the game too. Yeah. But he would make a beeline for that spot in the map and he would just hang out in this one little pocket and just for the rest of the game just murder everybody like he'd hang out in that and he would cackle because like Mm -hmm. he'd go down there and if you went down there to try and like deal with him he'd just punish you because there was like also a spawn point where you could just like go out and get the ammo for it and go back to like the little thing like like he would just like destroy you and it's like you'd have yeah. to make this concerted effort to like drive him out of this like this this point point. and it's like in hindsight like that's me playing with my buddies but i i remember being like infuriated by yeah. that like yeah. it made sure. the game not fun mm-hmm. um and that's that's even within the context of like, I'm doing this with my buddies. And like 90% of the time we're like laughing about, but there were times where I would just like haul off and just like punch him in the arm. Like I'm just like, <laughs> oh, you suck. And you know, I'm sitting right beside him, I just big pow. You know, like mm-hmm. and he he actually started getting mad about me punching him in the arm. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah, I I don't blame him. I'd just be like, Well, stop being a turd, man. Um but I just think like that as a general tactic, there's sort of like a malicious glee again. It's Mm -hmm. it's sort of like, almost like torturing the people around you that I just, again, I think runs counter to the Christian ethic. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know that he was a believer and I, I certainly wasn't living like one at that point. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, um, but I, I, like I said, it comes back to this, like, I think too, it's the question of just because you can, should you? Mm-hmm. And that's not I th- I think I think like I said, the response that like all plays are valid plays was an interesting response because it was saying basically like, well, just because you can do it means you 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 you're justified in doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of that's a ridiculous premise. Um mm-hmm. in, in the sense that you know, there are lots of things that you can do in today's society. But they are still morally, they're morally suspect um, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, just outright morally. They're, sometimes they're just wicked. Um, yeah. And again, I'm not trying to like, be like, oh, you know, you, if you camp in a video game and just sort of like torture people, like it makes you a, a moral degenerate. Um mm-hmm. There are probably other things that actually make you moral degenerate. That's just an evidence of it. Um, <laughs> that, that's a joke. That's a, that is a joke. But again, yeah. it's it's sort of like, yeah. So it's. I think it's like I said. It was most evident in sort of like, it's most evident in like card based games, um, especially mm-hmm. like Magic the Gathering and Snap, um, because there's a few sort of like mechanics that just are. Especially reprehensible, in in my opinion, but that's okay. just me.
0: So. Okay. And those were um, types of plays where it's all about shutting down your opponent. Like what?
1: Yeah, almost to an antagonistic point. Um, okay. Where uh, I I think too, like part of it is like it's the low, like the the appeal to the lowest com- common denominator. Okay. Um, versus like, so the the one that I sort of mentioned. Um, like what, and and this is Logan and I have talked about this is that when removal becomes a staple of mm-hmm. a game, and when I say removal, I'm talking about like you basically remove your opponent's pieces, right? When that becomes a staple of of a game, I think that actually, um, and that's that's really sort of what I'm talking like when I specifically when I started talking about negative play, it was like playstyles that focus on removing or negating or punishing your opponent for playing. Okay. Like uh, specifically within the context of like Snap or Magic the Gathering, you know, like this is sort right. of where, because that's where this conversation sort of um, originated. And and I just, and again, I don't think there's anything technically wrong with sort of embracing some of those playstyles, But at the same point in time, I do have to sort of like wrestle with the fact that like there's an antagonistic nature to some of that play where it's like the answer Mm -hmm. isn't about playing your own stuff or outplaying them. It's about basically sort of creating conditions where you just say no. Yeah. Like, and that to me, there's something about it. I just don't. And some of it is I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, Mm-hmm. so there there is that um but like i said it i think i've probably softened on some of that um okay to a certain extent i also don't think it's something that we should rely on like the, the and i think part of it too is because it lacks finesse and it lacks actual like understanding and tactical like it it's the lack of strategy or the lack of like it's basically like, I'm just going to like create this situation where I just say no and you don't get mm-hmm. to do anything about it. And yeah. that to me just feels like, I don't know. The, the, and again, that's I'm using feels and like, you know, I don't like it statements. And so it just lets you know that there's not a lot there for me as far, far as like, you know, I think what was more interesting is the conversation that sort of spun out from that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do think relying on those types of strategies demonstrates especially in 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 games like snap and like magic the gathering arena it's sort of what it is doing is it's embracing a whatever it takes to win mentality which Mm -hmm. i think is kind of not great um Mm -hmm. you know because and again it's 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 all about like sort of embracing like a ruthless efficiency and just saying like the, the okay. only thing that matters here is the win and how I accomplish that sort of, you know, if there's, I don't know. I don't know. They, like it's been a while since I've actually thought about it in that yeah. light. Um, mm-hmm. So well, like I said, I don't, I prefer not to play that way. And I think that it's all, uh, I think it's a pretty weak style of play. Personally, mm-hmm. but that's just me. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean that helps too, and and even I think your your admission of of like uh, it being a personal preference, I think that's that's helpful too. I mean, um, because I I do see what we were talking about earlier of the reliance on the almost almost like your um as opposed to your your positive building up of you know your strength it it is uh, it's built around frustrating your opponent
1: yeah it's built around saying no over and over mm. and over again like Mm. the example i gave was um uh and, and this is sort of getting a little into the weeds but the example is like i when i played magic a lot back in the cardboard days i was a predominantly blue player um Blue is, a, is the the control color, like blue is the one that has okay. counterspells. I put cards back in people's hands. I do all sorts of nasty things, and then I I would actually I I moved into blue red or um, blue black, which is I put things back in your hand. I say no, or I just kill it. Um, and those okay. decks are incredibly frustrating to play against,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. I noticed that my friends wanted to play less and less with me. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it was like the answer wasn't about letting everybody sort of like play and having an answer. It was like. So, what I will say, as far as that goes, is that it wasn't about actually engaging them in the terms of play, period. It was about defining play and saying, okay, this will happen, this will not. Mm-hmm. And there is something about that and again like i i think sometimes it can be kind of big brain um and it can feel like a little bit there can be sort of a a subtlety to it and a um a a, there's 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 a tactic to it and there's like there's thought behind that it's not just sort of this mindless sort of whatever um but what I know like I said, what I noticed is that the people I was playing with got were getting more and more frustrated because like I said, I wasn't playing them on any terms where they could it was not competitive where it's just like mm-hmm. I was just saying, no, you don't get to play that. No, no, no. I was like the the entire like I didn't have a great wing condition. It was just keeping you from actually getting to your wing condition, which is is it effective? Yeah, but it's also not a great solution. It's not a great answer. It's just like I don't know. There's there's something in that. Like and like I said, I think that. And 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 I I know I'm stretching on this, but what I think is modeled for us is that we are to be. You know, I think about the passage that says, "Build each other up." You know, yeah, speaking words yeah. of kindness. That we should be pursuing. And again, like and again, some of it is just personal preference. But more than sort of tearing down, like yes, are, are there times that tear down things? Are there times to say no? Are there times to sort of shut down and draw hard lines? Absolutely. No. But I think, and again, I'm I'm not. I don't want to ascribe too much like moral weight to this, but I'm saying that I think that expression can be kind of dangerous because I, th- I. I really believe that overall scripture commands us to be builders and cultivators and encouragers Mm -hmm. and like, and sometimes, yeah, you got to prune the weeds and stuff. But like that is primarily oriented towards, you know, even the, the, uh, it's primarily oriented towards growth and cultivation and yeah you know even sort of like the dominion mandate is to go out and sort of like and yes some of that means like we de- you know we destroy things that are killing mm-hmm. others th- you know it it's like you 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 burn out the weeds you you pull them out you do whatever you know it's like you, you sort of protect you you shoot the wolves you protect you you know what i'm saying like there are times yeah. but more often than not like it's a, like and I, And I guess, like I said, there's just something even in again. It's that sort of that that it's these little transactions, like none of this stuff, and I guess sort of what I'm getting at is that none of this stuff, including the like decisions and the the tactics that we embrace in gameplay, have no consequence,
0: yeah,
1: and we need to be thoughtful in that and we and and so that that was really sort of like the when when i'm talking about negative play yeah and like yeah going back to the, the the even the discord thing like it started out saying like i don't think we should be embracing like tactics and strategies that are solely meant to like rip down to say no to destroy like these are not because i do often look at like sort of like the way we play as sort of almost being like low key test grounds and arguments and ideas and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. these are expressions and these are, these are minor expressions. These are not primary expressions or expressions. These are not like they're, they're small. It's like, it's, and, but like, it's, it's in the little. And after a while, little becomes big. And mm-hmm. so, if you rely on sort of, and, and again, I'm not trying to sort of like draw, like say, like if you play this way, you'll eventually become a destructive, you know, poo poo <laughs> head. No, yeah. I'm not, but I'm, I'm saying like, I think there's a little something more there than just, oh, well, it's like you can do it in the game. So it's, it's fine. It's like, yeah. Well, mm, I think there, we, we at least need to be, and I think all of this would come to, like what the, the, my primary hope in this is not like, Hey, you play in a way that I don't like, so knock it off. That's not it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, Hey, start asking questions about why you play the way you do and yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Like that's the important bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's the whole reason that we even decided to do this as an episode is just to kind of kick this around a little bit, to think a little bit more, a little bit deeper. Because I I agree. I mean, that just that initial um, idea that, that just because it's possible, like, all bets are off, you know, like, like, it doesn't matter how you get to this win state. It's just get to it. Like, there's, there's something about that attitude that, that seems wrong and so let's let's kind of you know poke at that for for an episode and, and kind of figure that out and i think um you know kind of kind of the final thought that i had you know we've looked at the extreme side that we would consider wrong in in this whole thing or at which least is, questionable at the yes. very least questionable right right but I'm saying like the extreme there is, is that it infects your soul because of what you're doing. Um, (laughs) you know, I'm being extreme. It infects your soul. I would, I would say the, the opposite end of the spectrum. If we're thinking these types of, uh, one-on-one experiences, uh, multiplayer kind of, kind of games, um, if that if that's like the negative form of play what well, you you brought it up early in, in in our discussion is is something you know like the fruit of the spirit or um you, you're thinking like selflessness and and kindness and gentleness like whoa whoa whoa, how do you exhibit those kinds of things um when it comes to competitive play um it it's as i thought about that i was thinking wow well what would be the ideal and then i know in other arenas of life i think the ideal is to almost play and this is kind of ironic but i'll just say it anyway almost play kind of a father figure of someone who is training someone else up so if yeah. you have advantage over someone else to provide them enough challenge to increase their skill you know, so that they so that they are engaging in this along. So almost like coming alongside them as an opponent, almost like that idea of rivalry, right? Um, mm-hmm. Where you are competing to see who is the best, not antagonistically, but so that each one of you can push yourself and increase your skills and your abilities and frankly, your enjoyment when it comes to video yeah. games. I don't know about you. I love... That challenge when it's just when it's difficult to reach for, you know, like it, it feels right above my skill level. So I need a stretch to get in. That's why I like Dark Souls, uh, you know, in games of that type where it challenges you. It's never impossible. I don't like games that, that are too far that, that course, but just that challenge to continue to get better and that striving. And that, dude, that takes, as someone who is competitive, that takes, uh, uh, th- you have to reign that it like, it takes a lot to play that way and not just like, Oh, I- I'm better than you. I'm just going to grind. I'm, you I'm just going to
1: like destroy you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that's like, you know, and I talked about like, and I haven't, it, it actually, but the chess club that I, I used to do in, yes. in the evenings, it was like, like those kids, I, I destroy them. Like, like we would play and I would just crush them. But like through the entirety of it, like I would try to talk to them about their moves and be like, okay, like if you do this, this is what's going, like these are the things that are going to happen. Like, you know, it's like you've got to pay attention Mm -hmm. to where your piece is on the board. You have to pay attention to my pieces on the board. And it's like, there's a lot of information going on here, but like, you know, let's, let's talk through some of these moves. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd run them say like, okay, if you move it there, this is what that does. It opens up here. It opens up here. It opens up here. It's like, are you sure you still want to do that? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's like it's one of those things where I think, yeah, I th- I think that they're almost sort of having like sort of a coach kind of mentality, or you know, whatever. Yes. But yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those like. It, to, to, to like sort of like there's almost like a sort of a Conan barbarian to like, you know, crush your enemies and hear the lamentations of their women <laughs> kind of like thing. Um, yeah. And that's not, that's not a healthy sort of like mindset to be playing mm-hmm. in or playing, playing from.
0: Right. And, and I think it's easy to do this, but it's what you said earlier is dehumanizing your opponent also mm-hmm. in, in the case of, of one-on-one. Okay. And you dehumanize a computer. Okay. That's, i that's fine but again that brings us then to the conversation of torturing robots you know uh, which that's going to be like a new phrase because that's stuck in my head and i really like that uh, mm. just as a moral dilemma um but uh i guess that's near automata isn't it but anyways um <laughs> now- <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> that puts
1: a game in a whole new light yeah
0: <laughs> um no that's right well anyways uh, yeah we don't have to go down that road um playing these things out in, in that dehumanization, I think that's a negative as well, um, that we shouldn't interact in, in those ways. So anyways, I hope this has given you some good thoughts to walk away with. How do you engage in video games? Um, is, is there, do do you recognize anything kind of going on in your own soul based on the way that you're playing? Um, you know, as you said earlier, Nate, there are some people that just may not be sensitive to any of this and it, it doesn't affect them the same way. I would Mm. challenge you then if you, if you are playing any kind of multiplayer, um, to remember person on the other side of the screen is a is a person. Um, you shouldn't, you know, everyone knows the, the Xbox chat is toxic, right? (laughs) Everyone knows the 12 year olds who dehumanize everyone else. Um, and that's Listen, not who we want to be.
1: And, and, when you've got some 12 year old screeching at you about getting good or whatever, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's legitimately, you know, I think the, the fatherly thing to do, the paternal thing to do is tell them to shut up and go back to <laughs> drinking their chocolate milk. Um.
0: <laughs> is to just insult them right back. Oh yes, that's absolutely. The best. Option. Just
1: like, sort of like step right into that and just let them know <laughs> that like, you know what? like, in in 10 years, you'll have paid off your mortgage while they'll still be living in their mother's basement. Um, I don't, I don't, no, don't do that. That's terrible. Don't, don't say things like that. I, but I do think like that sort of like, even that sort of like, it's super easy when there's very limited or no communication across the screen, but like. Mm-hmm. you know like i i think about like marvel snap and i think about mtg arena specifically because mm-hmm. there is no way to communicate but and it's like i almost like how much how much more enjoyment would people get out of like actually having to talk to the person <laughs> like yeah. like a little bit of table talk like i don't know like <laughs> you know i was playing somebody today and they they did some real trash and i was just like <laughs> nah I was like, I probably would not be saying very nice things to you. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it's just sort of like, I, I don't want to sort of like, you know, beat this one up too, too much. Yeah. I just think there's yeah. some interesting questions there. And and again, right. I, to anybody listening to this, I am not saying that like, if you do these things, your soul is in peril. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do think there are questions. It's like, have we maybe embraced some, frankly, worldly mentalities and worldly attitudes yeah. In yeah. the way that we engage with these things, um, yeah, and that's that's really like the, that's an important question because, like, you know, and I think a lot of times we we tend to look at things as being sort of like, well, it's this is ins- insignificant. And again, I just can't, you will answer like, and I will answer for all things, yeah. Like, is yeah. that is that covered yeah. by the the grace of God and the blood of Christ? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think every
0: careless word, you uh, know?
1: And yeah. And I, I think too, like, it's just like we, part of what we want to do here is we want to encourage people to pursue maturity yeah, and enjoy games responsibly. And so you have to, you have to sort of like learn how to like poke at things and wrestle with things and maybe not be so comfortable.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I would say be mindful of the way that you're playing, be vigilant and guard your heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Boom. And and don't be a jerk. Just don't just be a jerk. Knock it off. Quit being a jerk. Yeah. Stop it.
0: Stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop
1: yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of just but, stopping things, I you know, it's like that's a terrible segue. <laughs> oh, shoot me now. I like it. I'm, I like
0: before um, we completely uh, stop things, we do have a couple more forms to be observed, the first of which mm-hmm. is uh, one we didn't do last episode, which is fine because we had our question last episode. It's just a community shout out, you know, if there's anyone, mm. anything going on in our community that we wanted to highlight. Um, I'm, I'm going a little, a little bit off to the side, um, but we didn't necessarily mention it earlier so one of our one of our friends in the Playwell Network, Mr. West, the Henshin Dad himself, uh, he did drop another episode of Retronym here recently mm. where he ranked all of the he did a tier list of all the original 151 Pokemon. And I really enjoyed that episode because half the episode, I'm just like, yes, I'm with you hundred percent on that one. And then some of them I'm just like, whoa, no. Like I see things totally different. And so it made me want to do this ranking. Um and it was just fun. It was just a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, it had been a while since he dropped an episode, so it was so cool. See it in my feed, and then I just thought it was so much fun too. And also the fact that he doesn't do any editing on his episode. I don't know how he's able to to just knock through to blast through all of it in one go. Um,
1: that he's, man is a treasure. So dude, shout it, out to you, Wes. Man, I, I'm going to start calling him on one camera Wes or whatever. Um, <laughs> like one there shot, you go. one take, West. Sh- one take, West. One shot, West. Yeah, one Ooh, shot, West. That's good. That's good. Um, he's like he's it. gonna like have like so many nicknames when this is all said and done. <laughs> um yeah.
0: you know you got what? any shout outs?
1: I just I mean uh, it's it's sort of uh he's just like he has been sort of just this a bit of a monster, like in in the best possible way, but like a monstrous presence in the Discord. And it's it's absolutely fantastic. But like, shout out to Portia, man. Um mm-hmm. basically I don't know-
0: I don't know how you do it being on a different totally different timeline than we are. I don't know how you do all the replies.
1: No, it's insane and it <laughs> but it's so good. Um but he's like he has um sort of started something I think is like really beneficial cuz I got fat. Um fat er <laughs> um but in the the gut buster chan- uh yeah, the gut buster channel in in the server uh what what is he calling it? Something Active April, or something like that. There you go. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like sort of where people are like talking about like some of their exercise, like counting calories. It's just a little bit of like a, just like a, a bit of a kickstart to say like, hey, like, cause that's something that we, we talk about from time to time, but we don't always sort of encourage or whatever. And anyway, mm-hmm. I just love it. Like I, I think it's so cool. And I mean, like, yeah. I mean, dude, like, here's the thing, just a shout out, like we have, like we are not the the biggest community in the world, but like pound for pound, like each and every one of our community members is just top shelf, yeah, yeah, um, even the ones who make me want to tear out my own hair um and run screaming <laughs> into the hills on uh, just absolutely top shelf people, like just mm-hmm. like really great crowd there, um, and really mm-hmm. just you know. Some really cool conversations happening all the time. Like I said, the one that kind of stuck out to me was like, you know, Porto just like, you know, taking a crack and saying like, hey, let's, uh, let's not be fat together.
0: Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Thank you, Nick. You make our community better. (laughs) good times Um, so shout out to you sir
1: shout out to nick shout out um so uh, moving on here this sort of Mm -hmm. another form that needs to be observed uh, uh, um, um, they talk pretty someday not today like personal challenges and updates man Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah i have no idea like i have not gone back to listen to old episodes And my show notes have been sort of lacking lately. So I have no Mm -hmm. idea what I... I think I talked about maybe journaling more, which that was an abysmal Mm -hmm. failure. I think I probably (laughs) talked about exercising more. Also abysmal failure. But I think I also maybe mentioned working on scripture a little bit at one point in time. Mm -hmm. And I have been working on my memorization. Uh, I've been sort of like... Shoring up uh, some some passages like so Psalm one uh, Psalm chapter one mm-hmm. I have that kind of like locked down uh, the is, Numbers uh, the Aaronic blessing um yes. Numbers six twenty four through twenty six or yeah. something like that uh, whatever passage that is I, the address doesn't always stick so great up in here mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. um, the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. You know, mm. um, yeah, you know, that I remember that, and that's the important yeah. part. Like, right? Yeah, I, the,
0: the numbers aren't inspired, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, like the the, the, the good but, stuff. But, um, I've been working on uh, Philippians four eight and Matthew eleven eleven. Um, Matthew eleven okay. eleven comes from my. I've been reading a little bit of uh the ligonier Table Talk, yeah, and that was like the the passage that they recommended for this week to to meditate on. Um, and it's about um. What does it say truly, I say to you um, that those that of the like i uh, can't I can't remember the exact terminology I'm still working on that one, but like uh, of those born among women uh there's mm-hmm. none greater than John the Baptist, mm-hmm. yet he, he yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, even sort of like the the maybe the the sort of the how we look at worldly importance and like John was sort of this big dynamic figure. I mean, did the, the animal skins thing and hunting and locusts and was a total savage. Like in the, (laughs) like, and when I say savage, I don't mean like, like he was just like, I think like, I think he was awesome. Um, you know, but you know, so he's like, it's totally, totally awesome. And you know, and there's this kind of like, this sort of draw to power, but it's like the, the 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 ethic of the kingdom and the way the kingdom is different, and that the the people of the kingdom are like of anyways I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have it hundred percent locked in there like you know, I'm sort of still meditating on it, thinking on it, thinking through it, um, but then mm-hmm. talk, like I said Philippians four eight talking like dwelling on things that are true, that are pure, that are just, that are lovely, that are commendable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking about things that are you know, talking and thinking about things that are excellent and worthwhile and praiseworthy, like, and again, that that is a massive paraphrase of that verse. Um, but it's just like those are the things, like, anyways. So, yeah, I, I have been working on my my memorization, so
0: not a total Dude, that's wash, that's awesome. Not a total yeah. wash, yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, and, and in terms of my challenge, it was to to. To be more um, intentional about joining in on the the Bible study conversations that we're having in Second Peter in our mm. Discord, mm. and don't mean to toot my own horn, but I think I've done a pretty good job with uh, with replies, and, and it's it's always good, you know, when you when you just do that with a group of guys, because you know, like you have even at this minor. It, it, you have some guys listening, you know, there's some mm-hmm. other guys who are going to read it as well. So you want to think through things and, and it's cool to just share, you know, stuff that comes to mind as you're reading, uh, and, and kind of kick around some stuff together. So, um, it's, yeah, it's always a good time. It's always a good time in there. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been keeping that up and that's been, it's been really fun. It's, it's been good to do that. Um, I think going forward, uh, something that I haven't been as, um, as strong on lately is, is getting out a book at the end of the day and just reading mm. at the end of the day, because I know I challenged myself to read a book a month this year and I've fallen quite far behind. Uh, so I need to d- jump back on that train. Uh, so that's what I'm so looking for.
1: What to you're saying is you're going to read like two books a month for I mean, the next I several to, months man. to like get caught up
0: <laughs> in order to get it yeah exactly exactly and, and this is like you
1: could just go hog wild and account. read like four books this month and you'd be yeah, like I could. caught
0: up yeah yeah did that i yeah that would do it if i were to <laughs> just just go nuts man just go nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go let's do this thing uh, yeah. So at least you know that time before I go to bed is just because I know it helps to you know, mm-hmm. shut down all the blue lights and stuff like that. It helps you sleep better. Um, and I, so does
1: I've been taking melatonin lately. So does okay. melatonin.
0: yeah, yeah. My wife takes it too. Uh, I don't want to be reliant upon it, but of course your your case is different because you have very limited windows. <laughs> so that's different. <laughs> yeah anyways, yeah, I've heard it's good i'm stuff. i'm
1: I'm a little scared to take it tonight when I go to bed um mm-hmm. <laughs> afraid I might not wake up the way I need to um, yeah, so
0: yeah, nice. Did you have anything you wanted to to press into more over the next couple of weeks? um
1: dude, and I'm gonna keep saying it until I actually do mm-hmm. it like and you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna issue a bit of a challenge or whatever to like mm-hmm. I want to journal more like i want to be like i said i think i'd like to just take a couple minutes in the mornings to read through some take like a table talk devotional take a few minutes to just think about my day and do a little bit of journaling at night it's not going to happen tonight because uh well it's already stupid late and uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i do i do want to do that um Yeah. so like guys in the community and you know the the bro chachos will hear this here fairly shortly fairly soon Um, yeah feel free to be like Nate did you journal today like if you see me making dumb comments or you know in the in the discord or you know whatever Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or if you see me I'll tell you what if you guys see me on
0: uh, PSN (laughs) while you're playing Destiny 2 just look up just be no, like, actually, uh, I don't know how PS5 does it, but hey, have you journaled?
1: Yeah, they, they I get got pop up notifications enabled, so nice. Um, <laughs> I don't always respond to them, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. There you go, guys. So awesome. Yeah, that's well, and- that's pretty much
0: it. Another way that you can keep up with, uh, with Nate, you know, and bug him and make sure that he is journaling every single day uh, is you could reach out to us as a podcast. You know, you can send us an email at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com on Twitter. Our handles at bbdowncast in, or at Instagram.com slash the backlog breakdown. And our Facebook group is the hashtag backlog book club uh, link for the discord. If you're not already in there is in the show notes as well. Um, Or if you just want to reach out to to Nate personally on the internet, he goes by Nate
1: underscore McKeever.
0: That's right. And I go by Broccolope generally Mm -hmm. on the internets. But yeah, man. I think this is a good time. I think we took a very negative talk topic, and I think we brought some positive points out of it uh, for reflection. I don't like that. I don't like it. No. (laughs) No. No, No. I'm kind of mid, kind of neutral on that. No,
1: I'm uh I'm not inclined. To degree. Mm-hmm. To, well hopefully to, we weren't too. To polarizing. degree? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let let's just kill me now. Just <laughs> we're done. We're done. Oh, uh, all right. Goodness. Well, Josh, before we I just like take myself out back and, you know, <laughs> put me down. Um <laughs> we have we have had a conversation tonight. Um it's and it, it's been pretty good. And and hopefully mm-hmm. you, you know, with all of these conversations, you know, um the the hope is that this will encourage people to ask questions and maybe to wrestle with issues and just maybe think a little bit more about the, the how and the why um, Mm -hmm. behind it all. So uh, that being said, like we have, I think done all that we really needed to do tonight. And uh, until next time, what should they do?
0: Guys, keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Sure.